Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence. Join me as I talk about all things relationships, feminine energy and leadership, confidence, and everything that will make your life more fun, abundant, and connected. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Reclaiming Confidence. We're we're going to break down your defense, open up your heart, and let your love flow within and without everybody in the world, yeah. So, guys, if you can't tell, I'm fucking pumped for this podcast episode. Like, I have just had such an incredible day and I've got to admit, I gave into my guilty pleasure as well. So, I went to Muzz Bars, gave into my guilty pleasure in case you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Um, really funny story, actually. I was recording a Instagram story about my upcoming women's gathering in March and the camera turned around directly facing my muzz buzz and I thought that this would be one of my secrets but of course the universe thought I had to confess this up to progress in my life. So confession happened via universe, thank you. And yeah, I have a massive like uh, obsession with almond milk lattes, iced almond milk lattes from Muzz Buzz with a little bit of sugar-free vanilla. And this is literally like the thing that gives me peace around the time of phase four and phase one of my period cycle. It is my go-to. If you have not tried it, honestly, go and try it. It's But I must warn you, you might become really hooked. So anyways, I am sitting here drinking my guilty pleasure and I just thought, you know what, now's the perfect time to record this next podcast episode because my internet got, here's another funny story. Oh my gosh, you guys are getting all of the good stuff today. So get this, we, my partner and I have two rats, Mango and Noki. And we decided to put them in the spare room so they have a little bit of space to run around when they decide. In this room, though, is where our internet exists. And honestly, Noki, which is aka Rev's rat, was a freaking ninja and somehow climbed up his guitar strings, jumped on the shelf and then swung across to the next level shelf where the internet was and decided to directly chew the cable. So now we don't have internet. So here I am going, okay, I've tried everything I can to try and get my internet to work and it's not working. Even on my phone, it's absolutely shit. So... I've just taken this as an opportunity to record some podcast episodes. (laughs) Anyways, guys, so we're out of internet. We're drinking a muzz buzz guilty pleasure and we're about to record a new episode for reclaiming confidence around the masculine shield. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to be telling you five ways you can break down your masculine shield. Now, if you are just listening to this episode, you're new to this podcast, please go back and listen to episode 37 and episode, oh, what other episode was it? I've forgotten. 
Anyways, the one just before this. So whatever episode is before this one, please go and listen to that one. The reason why I encourage you to go listen to these podcast episodes is because this one is going to be a sequel from those two podcast episodes. And if you want to just avoid any confusion or any gaps of information, the best thing you can do right now is go back and listen to those two podcast episodes before continuing listening to this one. So just pause this one, go back, take 20 minutes to listen to each one of those and then come back to this one. So other than that, guys, if you're up to date with everything, I'm going to dive straight into telling you five ways you can break down your masculine shield if you are carrying one. Now, honestly, let's be real. Most women are And if you haven't fully come to a place of accepting and embracing your core feminine essence as a woman or as a male, sometimes males do have a core feminine essence. It's very rare, but sometimes they do. Then you're going to get a lot from this if you're, yeah, yeah. So Jesus, coffee is going straight to my head, guys. I can't even put together words. Okay. Let's collect myself with a few deep breaths. Ah. (laughs) And I'm back. I'm going to go a little bit deeper into each one of these five points so you can get a better understanding on what I mean. So the very first step that we all have to do when we are breaking down our masculine shield is to face our pain. Now, what this involves is coming to the heart space and feeling whatever walls we have built up to protect our heart from hurting. A little bit on the anatomy of the heart, from an energetic standpoint, what happens as we grow up is if we don't feel what is to be felt in a present experience, whether that be pain, harm, hurt, sadness, grief, What happens is we build an energetic layer over the heart that protects us from accessing the depth of the heart and the fullness of love. And so what this does is over time, our hearts become more and more closed off. And the more closed off we are from our heart, then quite often we overcompensate by going up to our head and thinking about everything that we should do. And we stop trusting our heart, which means that we actually stop trusting our feminine energy. We actually stop trusting ourselves and what we believe in. So the first step in breaking down this masculine shield is really about coming to terms with and accepting that you're going to face your pain that you've had all of these walls built up around your heart and now it's time to feel each layer of pain that has been suppressed and repressed over years and years of heartbreak, of disappointment, of abandonment, just whatever is there. Feel your pain. Number two is feel your anger. So when you access the pain around your heart, and the heartbreak of your heart, what can start to come up next is feelings of anger around the people who hurt you, the people who abandoned you, and the people who disappointed you and maybe even violated your boundaries. And so instantly we feel this feel this anger being fueled and this rage 
just boiling up within us. Now, don't suppress the anger or be afraid of the anger. Give yourself permission to feel the anger in a healthy way by putting yourself in a private room and expressing that anger and feeling that rage. And this could look like having myself taking you through a rage process, or even if you trust yourself in that emotion, which probably if this is the first time you're doing it, then it can feel very unsafe. But if you have done this before, then you know what to do. Okay. So I won't go into explaining that in this podcast episode, but the next step is to feel your anger. And remember that anger is a sign of suppressed emotions. And when we feel where our boundaries have maybe been violated in the past and how hurt we have felt, once we have felt through that anger and we've identified that, then we can start to finally access what has been wounded underneath. And this wound is the core of the feminine or masculine relationship you have. So for example, I actually have a podcast episode around how to heal your five feminine wounds. So you can go back and listen to that podcast episode if you want to learn about some of the feminine wounds. But these often get uncovered after I take clients through a rage release. So what is shown to us after we have opened our heart, felt through our anger. And then finally, we arrive at this place where we actually discover the wound. So where all of these emotions, where all of this hurt, where all of this close offish and toughness has come from. And so for example, one of the feminine wounds is rejection. Another one of the feminine wounds is competition. Um, One of the masculine wounds is manipulation. Another one of the masculine wounds is abuse. So if you've experienced any of those, then what can come up after you felt through the anger is this feeling of like sadness and loneliness or grief or helplessness. It is very normal to come to a very low point after you have felt your anger because after you release your anger, your body softens and then you finally are able to feel what has been hidden under the surface because I like to look at anger as not an emotion but a defense mechanism, a protective mechanism and so there's a lot of very angry people out in the world And I honestly feel so much for them because anger is a sign that we're trying to protect something from being hurt. For example, if you were about to touch a mama bear's baby, she would respond by lashing out and getting very angry at you. And that's because she's trying to protect something that is important to her. She's trying to protect something that she cares about. She's trying to protect something that is hers. And so what happens is when our boundaries and our needs and our hearts have been hurt and overstepped, over and over and over again, we can become very angry. And when this anger isn't processed in a healthy or safe way, we end up repressing it. So what this means is the anger builds up. It doesn't leave our system. It just continues to accumulate. So our hearts get more closed off. 
we become more reactive to the world around us and we can become very bitter and very angry because we are trying to protect ourselves from any of this hurt coming in that we have previously experienced. But until we become aware that we haven't processed some past events, and this is why we're experiencing this ongoing, very extensive chronic anger, then we really can't process that anger until we come to terms with noticing that we need to feel shit and we need to process this anger in a really healthy, safe way, not in a reactive way that harms people. Okay, so that is number two, feel your anger. Now, number three, the next way to break down your masculine shield is to start sharing to others and to yourself through journaling about how you feel. When you start to do this, you're indicating to yourself that I'm done abandoning you. I'm done abandoning myself, leaving myself in the dark, leaving myself alone with my feelings and ignoring how I truly feel about situations of life. I'm finally going to use my voice and speak up about what I'm a stand for, what I will and won't allow and do that in a really loving way. So after you've processed your anger, you're now in the position of neutrality where you can communicate to other people in a loving way, an open-hearted way, hey, what you did really hurt me. That really upset me compared to if you hadn't gone and taken emotional responsibility and felt your anger and released to that shield, you would have approached that situation very differently. So whatever emotions you haven't felt, it starts manipulating the way that we experience situations. So let's say you haven't felt your anger. You'd go to this situation to have a conversation with somebody who just hurt you and you would just see them as a fucking bitch, right? But if you were to process the anger and come back to a space of neutrality, then you'd be able to look at them and see them from a completely different perspective because you've processed what was blinding you, what was blinding the truth, And quite often hurt people hurt people. But when you decide to take emotional responsibility and feel the anger, you're able to then see that this person who just hurt you or did something wrong by you is actually struggling with identifying their own boundaries. They're actually struggling with processing their own emotions or understanding themselves. And so you can approach them from a place of love and compassion and still communicate to them in a loving way what they did was wrong. And this is honestly so important, especially when we get into relationships, whether that's relationships in business and relationships um, sexually, it's so important to start the relationship on the basis of good communication skills. Because if we don't, then we both start repressing so many emotions and we start distorting the truth of what is going on between one another. And so we start seeing them as the bad person. We start seeing them as the problem. We start blaming. We start reactively pointing fingers instead of coming back to ourselves and taking full responsibility to change the reality that we're experiencing. So you can see how powerful and how important this is to come back to. And we're not taught in school how to be aware, how to recognize and how to process emotions. And 
I've honestly made it one of my biggest intentions in every single coaching program that I do is to help educate women around their emotions and how to take emotional responsibility and how to process these emotions so they can feel safe to do it on their own when I'm not there to help them. It is so important, especially for women in leadership, because you don't want to go and project your bullshit onto people who have actually done nothing wrong. Nor do you want to go and distort your reality of a community or of a team when you're the one that's leading them. You want to be coming from a place of neutrality so you can help them and see the bigger picture. You're there to be a leader. You're there to be create. Um, courageous not to project your shit because you haven't taken responsibility to feel it and therefore you've put this shield up and then you call blame on everyone else and then you end up creating more problems for yourself so that was a little bit of a ramble but the point of this is that emotional responsibility is key is so important and after we have felt our pain felt through our anger we're able to discover the wound, the root cause of what is happening underneath. And once we've found the wound underneath, we're able to start communicating properly to other people about how we really felt so they can understand you and you can understand them better. So you can stop abandoning yourself and can start trusting yourself again and finally discover your true power your true power within that actually knows how to manage situations, that can back herself in situations, that can be there for herself because she's never going to abandon her own emotions. Then we move to number four. So number four to break down your masculine shield is to embody softness. Now we don't always want to be in this state of softness quite often when we're first doing this we're really over exaggerating it so I'll get my clients to do certain things that make them feel quite uncomfortable but I'll give them a somatic reference point on how to keep their body soft instead of something rigid and reactive so then they can come back into their feminine state and when we embody softness I want you to imagine that you're going from feeling all of this tension to something that is just open and receptive feels like a deep exhale. It feels like a homecoming. It feels like there's nothing that can hurt you and it is just fully safe to let go. It feels like there is nothing that you can fail in in life. So you're able to let go. You're able to soften. So when we get to this place of finally feeling through our emotions, knowing how to communicate ourselves and stop abandoning ourselves, we're able to come into this state of embodying our softness. Now, I forget where I read this quote, but I'm going to quote it in this podcast episode. And if you know who this quote is from, I would love for you to tell me by sending me a direct message on Instagram because I would love to reference them in this description. But I read this quote the other day on Instagram and it said, the real flex is keeping your heart open and keeping your boundaries strong. And I was like, oh my gosh, this quote is so perfect for number four's breakdown. Um, Because when you embody your softness, the thing to understand is that softness doesn't mean weakness. If you can keep your body soft while still remaining discerning about what you will and will not accept, like you are so powerful beyond measure. You're so much more powerful than any strength will be than any defense mechanism will be. When you can remain in a state of 
neutrality, being soft, being open, you're able to read situations from a place of truth rather than distortion. You're able to feel like your nervous system is continuously regulating itself instead of going completely up and down into fight or flight, instead of going out of its window of tolerance all the freaking time. Like being in a state of softness is just, oh, it's absolutely divine. When we're soft, our senses are really attuned like the sensitivity of our senses is just next freaking level we're able to feel the wind on our skin more we're able to feel the energy of the person in the room more so we can create better relationships with people how we can understand people changes our sensitivity to smell our sensitivity to the colors of the world everything is just heightened when we're in this state of softness so when you're embodying softness You're embodying the opposite state of being shielded in your masculine energy. So when you're carrying this masculine shield, this false masculine shield, it's quite hard, it's rigid, it's tense. But when you embody softness, you're doing the complete opposite. You're letting go of that shield. You're letting things in. You're letting yourself feel. But then you're also able to confidently back yourself and communicate any boundaries that are necessary for you. Okay, So number five, last one, the fifth way to break down your masculine shield is to allow consented physical touch. So the reason why this is so important is because physical touch helps you recalibrate your nervous system and recalibrate your point of safety. It helps you finally soften it helps you release energetic trauma such as any abuse or lack of connection and physical touch from growing up which can cause a lot of brain and psychological developmental issues and this is a thing that a lot of people don't really talk about or not a lot of people know is that if you were weren't born out of the womb or you never got that physical touch from your mother and it wasn't done in this way that re-establishes like a deep sense of safety through physical touch like the development of your brain and the development of the anatomy of your brain and your body and your nervous system is completely different to somebody who did get that who did get that physical touch who did get that closeness and that connection and skin to skin connection growing up The way that you cope and deal with closer situations and intimacy and relationships and even sexual relationships is so different to somebody who did get that physical touch growing up. So to reestablish this sense of safety and this sense of trusting that you know how to establish energetic boundaries is through giving people consented physical touch. So this might look like, you know, actually asking somebody to hug you. I know for myself, when I started to reestablish the safety and physical touch to deepen this sense of intimacy in my life, I actually would get my partner to lay on top it on top of me physically so then I could soften into his touch and into his pressure. I would get him to hug me longer so I could soften into feeling comfortable with the length of touch I was feeling. And to my surprise, after allowing and consciously feeling my body soften through that process, 
the way that I experience life and other people's connection is something I used to dream of. It truly, truly does change the brain's anatomy and the nervous system. So I really recommend doing all of these five things to break down your masculine shield. And if you do need help with this, then my door is open. Make sure you reach out to me. I will get my podcast manager, Clarissa, to leave a link in the podcast description to book in a call with me. So if you do need further guidance with this, or you're just looking to have a conversation to even just start the process of breaking down your masculine shield, then reaching out to have a conversation can be that first step for you. And I'm so here for that if that is something that's going to change your life. So please take advantage of that, book in a phone call, have a conversation with me on social media, and please make sure you share this podcast episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you know that this is going to be helping so many other people out there. And so I'm going to leave on the note by saying thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and supporting this podcast. It means the absolute world to me. I do not take it lightly. Every single listener is somebody who I appreciate and I am deeply grateful for every single day of my life. I have a vision and the vision is for this podcast to be one of the best podcasts that helps support people heal their feminine and masculine energy to support their business and their life and create this feminine led life that they truly deeply desire to have specifically of course for women. So thank you so much to you once again and until next time keep believing that you can. Bye bye now.